I was honest to God, way overloaded with my schedule. And by the time Wednesday hit, I was already gassed and, and gassed to the point at which you sit down. And when you actually have like two seconds to yourself, you take a deep breath, you close your eyes, and then you just start to cry. Like that's how burnt out and overstretched I was. So what does it mean to brand yourself and why the heck does it even matter? Is it just about finding ways to stand out or is there something deeper than all that surface level fluff? Join me as I peel back the layers to uncover the truth about what branding really is, how it affects the way we see the world and why people pay so much damn money for it. We're going to be diving deep and answering the tough questions around topics surrounding identity and authenticity in an online space, as well as how to creatively express yourself in a space that is oversaturated with content. I'm your host, Rachel Lee, and this is the Off Band Podcast. Friends, it is so good to have you back this week. I can't believe that it's already October. Where the heck did all of that time go? Today, we're just going to hop right into it because we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic, and it's about boundaries. I know it might be a bit weird for me to be talking about boundaries on a branding podcast, but I swear this is related because a boundary is simply saying everything on this side of the line is a yes and everything else on the other side of this is no. And it's important for us to know what these lines are because the whole point of a brand is to say, this thing is me and everything outside of this isn't. And when we aren't clear on what those lines are, we start getting into that weird territory where people or situations will challenge you to overstep your boundaries and you go along with whatever you say. Because at that point, you're letting other people dictate what your brand is. And that's where it gets a bit dangerous. But let me reel it back for a second and talk about why I'm choosing this topic. It's because I struggled a lot with my boundaries this week. Now, you might be wondering, but Rachel, you do branding. Why is this even an issue? And it's because your boundaries will always shift as you and your business evolves. And as it so happens, this particular week, I experienced just that, where I had an unusually large influx of people-related actions, you know, calls, messages, just an overwhelming amount of time spent on other people and less time spent on what I usually do behind the scenes with my business, which is sitting down, hammering the keyboard, working on some projects, doing business development. And so it was like a disproportional amount of time that I was spent interacting with people. Normally, I'm pretty good with this where I set up a system that allows me to manage my energy throughout the day and so that I can get back to everyone in a timely manner. However, this week was <laughs> totally different. I was honest to God, way overloaded with my schedule. And by the time Wednesday hit, I was already gassed and, and gassed to the point at which you sit down. And when you actually have like two seconds to yourself, you take a deep breath, you close your eyes, and then you just start to cry. Like that's how burnt out and overstretched I was. And I was feeling really overwhelmed because I felt bad about the fact that I wasn't able to get back to everyone like I usually was within 24 to 48 hours. I mean, I know that there are some people who 
thank goodness for the fact that I have wonderful and amazing people in my life. But some people have been sitting and waiting for a reply from me for like seven days because I just wasn't able to get back to everyone the way that I would like to. And I felt bad. I actually felt this overbearing sense of guilt that I wasn't able to keep my word to myself about how I was going to be showing up. Because when I rebranded myself, I told myself that part of my brand was going to be consistency. And that doesn't mean that you're going to hear back from me every five seconds. It's just that I was committing myself to showing up in the constraints of the boundaries that I had set, but to do that consistently. And for this week, I was unable to keep that. And it honestly brought me so much distress. It felt like I was breaking my words to myself, even though I know that what I needed to do was instead to make adjustments to these self-made boundaries and expectations I had set for my own brand. And it wasn't until I had a conversation with one of my mentors that I was able to relax into it a little bit and feel a bit better about letting go of a few things and readjusting these boundaries so that whatever I do moving forward will be within my quote unquote yes zone. Because the last thing you want to do is to step into your no zone just because someone asks you to do it. And when you overstep it, you start feeling resentful the entire time. Like nothing feels good when you step into your no zone and you're crossing that boundary and inside you really know it, but you do it anyway. Now, I know some people are scared of building their personal brand exactly for this reason, because the lines tend to blur when you are the face of your business. One of the biggest questions I often get asked is, where do you draw the line between what you do or don't share with your audience when you have a personal brand? Like, how do the logistics work? Do you put everything into one account or do you have an account for the personal you and one account for the business you? And what kind of content do you share and how do you do it in a way that respects your privacy? Now that's a lot of questions, but they're totally legitimate. And while I can't say that there is a right or wrong answer, since what feels right for you is very much a personal thing, I wanted to pass on this one piece of advice that one of my mentors gave me, which is the fact that there's a difference between what's personal and what's private. For example, I can share about the fact that I had a bad day with my audience, but without going into exactly every small nitty gritty detail about everything that went horribly wrong that got me into a pissy mood. And when you do choose to share something personal, especially when you're running a business, it's actually very important to be very clear with yourself about why are you sharing that? Is it because you want to build trust with your audience? Is it because you feel like sharing this would be a value to the people who are following you? And these are some of the questions that should just be running in the back burner as you're putting yourself out there because there is actually benefit to sharing a healthy mix of personal and business stuff because that's the point of following somebody who has a personal brand. You like what they have to say, but you also like the person behind the business. It's kind of like for all of you who follow me for all of my branding stuff. Sure, branding is cool and interesting. Maybe you're building a business and you're just looking for some more information about how to present yourself in a way that feels good for you. But also there's a million and one other branding experts out there. And the reason why you would want to follow me is because outside of what I do, you're also interested in who I am. At least I would hope so anyway, because a lot of you guys have become some of my close 
friends. And I love the fact that I get to provide value, but I also get to have that intimate connection with you guys as my audience. And I think that's one of the most powerful things that you can have as you're building a personal brand. But at the same time, it's so important to clearly set those boundaries so that you don't do that thing where you overstep and you're like, this doesn't feel comfortable for me, but I'm going to do it anyway, because it seems like everyone around me wants to see this from me. The more that you overstep and do those things, you actually end up losing yourself. And take this from a recovering people pleaser. I spent the first three years of my business overriding my own boundaries because I had people tell me that they wanted to see certain things from me. And I listened to it because I, (laughs) very honestly, I thought that I wouldn't get any business If I didn't, if I didn't listen to these people, because these people seemed more successful, they seemed like they knew what they were doing, and or I just cared a lot about their opinion. And I thought, well, I don't really know exactly how to run a business. I'm just getting started out. I think I should listen to them. And unfortunately, as a result, some of the things that they wanted to see from me actually didn't end up being who I actually was. It was all in the no zone for me, but I didn't know it at that time because I wasn't clear on who I was with myself. So for example, some people said that they observed how emotional I get, how sensitive I might be. You know, I'm an art kid. I run by emotion. That's basically the energy that keeps me going. And a lot of the reason why my work is so powerful, it's because I'm in tune with my own emotions and I understand how emotion plays a huge role in business psychology. But I had other people tell me, no, 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 Rachel, you need to be more detached. You need to be tougher. You need tough skin to do business. And so because they seem more successful than me, I overrode my own boundary and said, okay, I guess I'm just going to unplug because I guess I can't earn money and do business by being the way that I am. And that was a boundary that I went over. Another thing that was told to me a lot was you need to grow up. People aren't going to take you seriously if you show up this way. When I say this way, I mean being fun and playful. Funny enough, that's actually where all of my creative juice is coming from, by being fun and playful. But when Again, people who seemed like they had more of their stuff together outside of me looked at me and said, Rachel, you need to grow up. You need to be more commanding when you step into a room, when you deliver this presentation, when you're with your clients, when you present yourself, when you do your branding and pick your colors and all of those things, you need to grow up. And I listened to them because I thought maybe I won't get any business if I do the fun and playful thing. Little did I know That's actually what I needed to be leaning into more. And because I, again, didn't know where my boundaries were and wasn't clear on who I was and what actually worked for me, I overrode that. And as a result, for the first three years of business, I ended up showing up in a way that felt so misaligned. And it also translated into how bad business was for the first three years. I didn't attract the right types of people. What I actually ended up bringing in in terms of business, was extremely stressful for me. I didn't work in a way that made me happy for a very, very long time. And so this is just an example of what it can look like when you aren't clear on who you are and where you're at and what is or isn't you, what's on your side of the line and what's on the other side of the line because that's where the lines start blurring and that's where you actually end up losing the integrity 
of your brand. And it wasn't until I sat down with myself and got really clear on who I am by saying what is and isn't me that I was actually able to build a brand that cuts through the noise. And that's something that I hope for you guys to be able to do for yourselves as well, because there will always be people outside of you who will ask for or want for things from you that actually don't feel right. And the only person who is going to be able to draw that line and say yes or no, that's you. And you take full responsibility for all of that. You take responsibility for the happiness that you receive when you're able to uphold your boundaries, but you're also responsible for the situations you might get yourself into when you choose to overstep your boundaries and let other people dictate your brand. And so that's where I was at this week. I, <laughs> Thankfully, since my burnout moment halfway through the week, I had a chance to sit down and just really revisit a lot of my, my own boundaries with my business, with my personal life, and just readjust and readjust it so that it fits better with the direction I'm moving in going forward. Because as I grow as a person, as my business grows, I know that these lines are going to be changing and I need to adjust them so that I can move forward in a way that feels good for me and for the people around me. One question that I just wanted to leave you guys with as you sort of sit and think about what these boundaries are for you, it's honestly very simple. And it actually takes a lot of sit down time and a lot of discernment to be able to answer these honestly. And the question is, for the way that I'm presenting myself currently, how much of this comes from me because I want to? And how much of this comes from other people and what they might have pushed on or imposed onto me? And when you give yourself space to actually sit with this, sometimes the things that come up might be a bit surprising. Sometimes we've gotten so used to doing things a certain way because someone maybe five years ago made this one-off comment that they liked it better when you did things this way. And for the past five years, you've just been doing it that way because of that one-off comment. And you might've gotten so used to operating this way that it's become second nature. And there's no judgment here at all because I've caught myself doing that a lot as well. It's something that's a skill that you need to practice over time and just sit with it because the more that you're able to discern what is and isn't yours, the easier it's actually going to become. So that immediately whenever something comes in from the outside, you're, you know, you're going to feel in your gut if it is or isn't the right thing for you. And it'll almost become a reflex where you can very easily say, no, thank you. <laughs> this isn't me. I'm going to do this my way instead. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I honestly feel that this isn't a topic that we talk about nearly enough. And it is a very foreign idea in the world of branding because branding is often very business oriented. But on the back end, branding is all about just simply saying, this is me and everything outside of this isn't. The more clearly that we define that, the better we're able to create a brand for ourselves that stands out and cuts through the noise. So I'll leave you with that this week. I would love to hear your feedback about this episode. As always, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Rachel T. Y. Lee or on Facebook or on LinkedIn, but I do hang out the most on Instagram. So send me a DM if this episode was helpful, if it brought something up and or if this is something that you need some help working through. I know that sometimes it's very easy 
when we talk about boundaries, but it's so hard to upkeep them sometimes. So I'd be happy to help if this is something as well that you need some extra support in. Just shoot me a message and I would love to see how I can be supporting you with this. Anyhow, that's all from me this week. Tune in next week for the next episode. And until then, stay awesome. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you got something out of this and want to hear more, you can subscribe to my newsletter at rachelltylee.com to be the first to know when I drop a new episode. I release weekly tips on branding, share funny stories from my own journey of growth and personal branding, as well as sharing announcements for my latest blog and podcast episodes. Hope to see you in your inbox. And until then, see you on the next one.